0: Welcome to the Wonder Your Way Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Neiman. I'm here to help you travel to Europe, to explore off the tourist track destinations, dig a bit deeper into those well known places, offer up some tips so you can travel with peace of mind, and of course, to share a few stories. It's my hope to inspire you to travel to Europe your way. Well, hello, my wondering friend. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Good days, bad days. Um, If you listened to the last episode, episode 60, then you know that my dad passed away a few weeks ago um, from the time of this recording, probably about, uh, let's see when this comes out, it'd probably be closer to a month. But grief is a funny thing. It hits you sometimes, sometimes you're fine. And then the next thing you know, you're bawling your eyes out as you're driving down the road to go run to the supermarket or something like that. But been down this road before uh, with the loss of my mom. But um, yeah, it's a process. And you know, uh, you just have to allow yourself to be sad when you feel sad. But you know what? I'm happy today. And you know why? Because we're going to be traveling to Ireland. And oddly enough, the only trip that my parents made out of the country was to Ireland with me in 2010. And we went to this specific spot and spent a couple of nights here. And that is the town of Kinsale, Ireland. It's K-I-N-S-A-L-E. Now, you know where we're going to start. We need to place this on the map. But one thing I will say is that when I first went here in 2007, which was the first time I stayed in Kinsale, it was just starting to be a little bit better known. And I think my my friend, uh, my friend Aideen, who is Irish, uh, she lives in Dublin from County Roscommon, she had told me about the place, but did say eh, it's starting to get a little bit more popular. Well, now onward of what, like 16 years later, 2007 was like September of 2007. So here we are in spring of 2023. So another 16, 17 years later, it's even More popular. So I will just warn you that it is that way. However, when I was there on a day trip in 2018, I will say that it's not like they've built up a whole lot more because obviously you can't. It's sort of a, you know, confined and it still felt like can sail. It's just maybe you're going to get more people, and especially at certain times of the year. So I'll get to some of the logistics and some tips at the end, but I want to talk about some of the things and why you would want to go. But we haven't placed it on the map yet. So let's do that first. So if you Google Kinsale, Ireland, you will see that it is down in the southwestern part of Ireland. This is County Cork. And it's really only about maybe a 30 to 45 minute drive from Cork City, which is the county town, the main town of County Cork. And Cork City, I believe, is, I think it might be the second largest city in Ireland population wise. Cork is a, it's a, pretty big city, not Dublin size, but it's a decent sized city. So if you didn't have a car, which is the best way to really get around Ireland, you could potentially train from Dublin to Cork City and then jump on a bus and get down to Kinsale. Just an FYI. We'll talk about that a little bit more too. So that's where it is. So it's kind of far away from, from Dublin and all of Cork. And I do have uh, what episode is that that i talk about got a whole one on on Skull and the western part of cork and i got to look this up cuz i don't i forgot to i was going to look this up before i started before i hit that record button <laughs> the next thing you know i just start talking so what is i thought i had a podcast on Skull. yes i do i have one on west cork ireland and that is i don't know what episode this is But there is one. I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But if you go back, I don't have that many episodes yet, so you can maybe scroll scroll back. I'll put it in in the episodes uh, or in the show notes so that you know which one it is. But West Cork, Ireland, I will talk about places that are west of Kinsale. So I don't include Kinsale in there because I wanted to do a special episode just on this little place. But you can see that it's kind of coastal, uh, it does have a harbor, so that makes it really nice and uh, it's it's a nice place to, to kind of watch the boats and, and actually that's probably... Probably one of the best things to do. So let's kind of start there. Let's what are some of the things and why you would want to go to Kinsale? Number one, what I would say is it is a great spot to kind of just hang out by the harbor. There's all kinds of boats. you actually can take, Cruises out onto the harbor. So you'll see some, some places where you can kind of sign up for a little harbor tour where they can take you out. And the harbor is really kind of well protected. Um, there's, and I'm getting to the next thing that makes Kinsale one of the best places to go, in my opinion. But there are some places where you can really kind of get an, a nice overview of what the, the harbor looks like. And you can see that it's really quite protected. I think if you look at the map and you kind of back off, you can kind of see how. It's kind of really like up in there from the coast. And it's like I said, it's just very, very well protected. So it makes a nice little harbor to kind of just, you know, it's kind of tucked all in there and it feels all safe. And it's just really kind of nice to walk around the waterfront. It's still very much uh, a fishing village in some ways. That's kind of how it started because you will still see boats come in, the fishermen coming in with their their catches. So spending a little bit of time along the harbor and just kind of walking there, watching all the boats can be just a great way to kind of idle away a little bit of time and just sort of take in the ambiance of Kinsale. But if you go over kind of on the other side of the harbor from where Kinsale proper is, there's an area that they call Summer Cove. And it's really kind of still part of the greater Kinsale area, if you will. But over there, there is a place called Charles Fort. Now, this is exactly that. It is a fort. It is a military fort. It's actually a star-shaped fort. And I'm trying to think when this was built. Why do I want to say like something like the 1500s? Ah, 1600s. Okay, so I was close. So it was built in 1678. And I would highly recommend, you know, if you're not really maybe into forts and military history, maybe not so much your thing, although there is still some just general kind of interesting Irish history that goes with the fort. I would highly recommend going over there. You can actually walk. That's one of the things. There is kind of a harbor walk if you're kind of fit and can can handle it. My parents, not so much. So I think we drove over there. But I remember, I think maybe I kind of walked over there later in the day while they were kind of relaxing. But you can walk all the way from Kinsale. There's kind of what they call the, um, I think they call it the harbor walk or it might be the Charles Fort walk. So you can actually walk all the way. Ah. It's this Shilly S C I L L Y walk, so you can kind of walk all around there, and you can you can get yourself all the way over to to Charles Fort if you would like to actually walk all the way over there. You don't have to; you can drive over, and there's usually plenty of parking. But anyway, I digress. This site is run by Heritage Ireland, and they do such a great job. I think it's about—it's only €5 euro to get in. I can't believe that. They haven't changed that in a while. I think it's been €5 years for, <laughs> for a long time. Seniors get in for €4, euro and, and children get in for €3. Euro. And if you've got a family, you can get in for €13. Euro. So you can book it online, which may not be a bad idea in this day and age uh, post-COVID but get there and they will have guides that will take you around. I think the guides will start like maybe every hour or on the half hour. I'll put a link to the website, but it is a super interesting fort. Uh, There's a lot of great history. There's a lot of stuff that's still intact, which is really kind of cool. And the views from over here really give you a sense of what you can look back over towards the main part of Kinsale, look towards the, the town center. You can see the, the harbor area where all the boats are. And you can actually even kind of look out to where the harbor then kind of where the water kind of leads the, the bay, I guess you would say, leads out to the sea. So you can kind of get a sense of how protected it is. But the guides are great. They do such a fabulous job very informative, really interesting, and such a great place to really get a sense of some of the history, especially of this part of Ireland, but of Ireland in general. Love it, love it, love it. One of my favorite sites in all of Ireland, for sure. It's really, really interesting. So don't miss Charles Fort and along with that comes maybe spending some time in that summer cove area. So maybe you go over and you do the tour in the morning, you know, allow yourself a couple hours. I don't think the the guided tour is probably more than maybe, I don't think it's more than an hour. It might be a little less than that. But there are some places that you can then go for lunch. One of the most famous places, and i have to admit i've never been there is the bullman's bar and restaurant and it's super super popular because it's right there it's not very far from from charles fort it overlooks the harbor and you on a nice day you will see people sitting outside and taking in the views i think their their food is is supposed to be pretty decent So, absolutely be sure that you go there. Let me know how it is if you do, because I haven't been there yet. So, I'm going to have to put that on my, my the next time I'm in Kinsale, I'm going to have to go and check it out. So, spend some time in this, what they call the Summer Cove area. And again, it's just kind of across, as the crow flies, it's across the harbor from the heart of Kinsale town proper. Another spot that I haven't been to that's sort of companion to Charles Fort is James Fort. Now, from Charles Fort, you'll be able to kind of see it. It's not, it's pretty small and you can, I think you can visit it. Yeah, I think it's one of those places that you can just kind of go and visit. I don't really think that you have to pay to visit it. You kind of have to get out of town, I think from the, I guess that would be this kind of the south side. And then you'd probably have to come down some little road because it sits out almost like on a little peninsula. So if you actually look at a map, you can kind of see where it is and you can kind of understand what I'm talking about. But that might be another spot. Again, if you are into that sort of history, then you may want to go and check that out. It's a little older, but I would say it's smaller and it doesn't, you know, there's just maybe not quite as much intact. So, it looks like it was built in 1607 um, and then it was kind of captured. So, it's it's much smaller, but it might be worth going to check out. So, you might want to check out both of them, especially if you're into military history. That would be a must for you is to check, check out James Fort. What else? Well, I think the one thing about Kinsale is it also makes a nice spot to explore some of the coastal areas then kind of to the west. And these are some of the places that I talk about in that episode of West Cork. Uh, I think I also I have a blog post on West Cork as well. So you can kind of if you can if you want to go to either one and kind of either listen or read and look at and look at all the pretty photos of this area. But Kinsale does make a nice spot to stay. It has a lot of tourist amenities. So there's lots of places to stay. There are lots of pubs and restaurants to eat at. And there are also a nice little array of some fun little shops if you want to do some of a little bit of shopping, there's definitely a a couple of places that I would recommend. I'm not necessarily a huge shopper, but I do find some places. The other thing is, if you're a keen golfer, the... The links, uh, the old head golf links are just to the south and they sit out on this peninsula and there's actually a lighthouse out there and the golf course kind of goes right out near the lighthouse. It's kind of hard. You can't really, I don't think you can get access there to the links course unless you're actually going to play. I think it's a little pricey to play there, but if you if that's one of your things and you want to play somewhere pretty special, then I would put the Old Head Golf Links just to the south of kinsale on your list. You can, as you drive, I think there are some areas if you kind of drive, you may be able to catch some glimpses of the lighthouse. So that might be something really nice to do. And again, just taking a drive kind of further especially to the west is going to be just such a treat and that's what makes Kinsale nice. It's a good place to base yourself and then you can go and make some drives. The Cork coast in general is just fabulous. There's all kinds of nooks and crannies. There's little beaches here and there, there's little towns. You'll spot like ruins of of maybe like some sort of fort or some stone circles or things like that all over the place. So definitely explore outside of Kinsale, around the area. But back in Kinsale, one of the things that I do want to say is anybody who's really into food, Kinsale has sort of become a foodie town for whatever reason. And there are some tours where you can actually go out and forage for your food. The Kinsale food tours, I had some clients actually take a tour with them and it was great. So you can do some tasting things, you can do some foraging things. I will put a link to their website on there on the show notes or with the show notes. And you they've got all kinds of fun little tour options that revolve obviously around food. And there are, as a result, some really good restaurants in Kinsale. So let's talk about some of the places to eat. And then I'm going to talk about some of the places to stay and then maybe even a few other little shops. So as I said, this is just a good place to base yourself. You can see Charles Fort, maybe go to James Fort, and then you can kind of get out from there and visit some of the other little areas around Kinsale. The places to eat. My favorite place to eat is called Max's. I've eaten there a couple times. It's kind of right. It's pretty easy to find. Um Kinsale's not that big, so it's not, it's pretty, pretty easy to, to get around. And Max is, I can't, why is it not popping up on the map? I just saw it before. Max is seafood. There it is. So I will say that there are a lot of seafood places, but I am going to tell you for you carnivores, I am going to give you definitely one place that focuses on steak. But Max's is one of my favorite places. I've al- I've had a couple good meals here. I actually took my parents here. They, you know, you'll get the board with everything that's fresh and f- coming fresh in from the harbor. So you know that you're always going to get really good, fresh seafood here if you are a seafood person. It's right on Main Street, pretty easy to find. Like I said, you're not going to get lost in Kinsale. Oh, it's not that big. <laughs> Another place that is sort of well known, and I went to and I thought it was good. But I'd take I'd say Max is better. And this is fishy fishy. Fishy fishy is pretty popular. And you, I would say all these places do make a reservation, unless you're like way outside of season. But I would even say then it's always good to have reservations for dinner for some of the restaurants. The pubs, maybe not so much. Fishy fishy is a bigger place. Um I think the guy that owns this like also has a Cookbook and I don't know. He's pretty well known, I think, throughout Ireland. So it's also really popular. Again, it's, it's a bigger place. It's a pretty simple place. Max's is maybe. It's simple, but it's a little nicer. It's kind of feels a notch. Fishy, fishy, even I think the food might be a little bit more fishy, fishy, but it's still, it's very good. It's just, it's a bigger place. It's a more kind of bustly type of place. Max's is a little bit more intimate to me. Max's kind of has a little bit of a, it's got a nice little romantic feel. So if you are traveling with your significant other, you might want to do that. But fishy, fishy also just again, Great, great fish and seafood. Place to go for that. The couple of other places that I would recommend are there's a place called, it used to be called Finn's Table. I think now it's called Finn's Farm Cut. And this is where you want to go if you're not a seafood eater and you want some steak, because evidently that's what they do. And I think they do it very well here. I think there are some other things on the menu, but that would be a place to consider. I have not eaten there. (laughs) Imagine that. I'm not a a meat eater. I do like my seafood. There's another place called the Black Pig that I've heard good things about. It's on Lower O'Connell Street. And they kind of just classify it as a modern European restaurant. But I've heard really good things about it. It's supposed to be, I think it's got kind of a nice array of different types of food. So that might be something for you to consider if you've got people that maybe some people want seafood, some people don't. Maybe you want something a little different. Um, And that, again, is on Lower O'Connell Street. So those would be some of my top places for dinner. There are some pubs. There are some of the pubs that are definitely kind of will make good places to just grab some like fish and chips or something like that. But I want to talk about a couple of other places to eat. Um, and this is more that they're more like cafes. So although I think one of the places might also do dinner. Let's, let's, let's start here. The, the cafe that I went to, I think they've changed the name. I think it was called the Poets Cafe. Now it's the Flying Poet Aviation Cafe. So I think they must have some some stuff around, around flying. But I went there, got some tea, got a nice little gluten-free cake or something like that. And it was just such a fun atmosphere. They have a lot of books. So if you wanted to kind of like maybe just grab a book off the shelf and kind of sit and read for a little while, peruse something, great spot. Great spot for like, breakfast or lunch Uh, they do you know they do kind of like lunch soups and things like that as well the other couple places i want to mention are joe's cafe which is i think just up the street from the flying poet again great little cafe lots of you know you can get tea or coffee cakes and then you can get like sandwiches and soups for lunch the Lemon Leaf Cafe is another one that you might want to consider. This is one of the ones I kinda of wish I had popped into as well. It looks really, really cute. Nice spot. Again, places for that you would go maybe for a breakfast or a lunch. And then there's a place that I actually ended up eating lunch at. And it's it used to be called just nine Market Street. I think they call it Leona's on 9 Market Street. And I believe that, I think that they do some some lunch, a great spot for That's what I did. I kind of had like a late lunch, but I also think that they may open certain nights and at certain times of the year for dinner. So do check that. I'm going to put links to all these places in the show notes, but these are all like really good places to get something to eat, whether it's a spot of tea and a snack, lunch, Uh, Some of the places might be good for breakfast. If you're like self-catering or just coming in for the day, maybe come in early. Or then you've got the places that I mentioned for dinner. And there are far more places to eat for dinner than I mentioned, but those are some of the ones that I just know about and have heard of. I do want to mention Cocos. Cocos is a chocolate shop. (laughs) and they have a really, really good chocolate. We're talking like some gourmet chocolate. It's right near the harbor. It's almost right across the street from the the Kinsale Tourist Information Office. So you can't miss it. If, you, if you're a chocolate lover, you have to go to Coco's. So I just have to put that out there. Okay. What about pups? Well, I mentioned uh, the Bowman's Bar over in Summer, Summer Cove. So that's one that you definitely want to consider over in that area. There are some other places, I would say the Spaniard Inn, which you can actually, if you if you do the walk from Kinsale over to Charles Fort or over to Summer Cove, you will go by the Spaniard Inn. Again, I've not been in this pub, but I've heard good things about it, so it would be a good place to stop. Maybe on your way over, on your way back, get a little refreshment. Again, it's going to kind of overlook the harbor a little bit, different different spots. So you might want to check that out. That would be one that I would recommend. And then I would say the other couple of pubs. And there's some that are kind of right down into the heart of town. And I would say probably I would try, oh boy, there's there's a few here. I'd maybe try the Greyhound. Um, I think that's kind of a I'm trying to find the one that we went to. It's one that we heard some really good music at, and I can't find it now. The Greyhound would be one... Oh, I forgot the, about the Milk Market Cafe. This is this colorful little spot. It's a little coffee shop that's... There's this little area that's right on Market Street, and there's this little kind of just pedestrian way that kind of cuts up in between. And there's, um, there's a few places there in the Milk Market Cafes right there. So that's a coffee shop you might want to pop into. And then the Greyhound is next to it. And that's actually a pub. So um, yeah, that's kind of a fun little spot right there. It's just really colorful. You, I'll, I'll try to maybe put a photo of it in there because you probably, you may have, if you've looked at Kinsale, you may have seen a picture of this. Okay, now I've got some of the pubs. The Armada Bar is one that you may want to kind of consider going into. That's kind of down a little bit closer to, it's just kind of up from what I call the harbor area. That might be a good place, a good pub to check out. The Greyhound and, oh, there we go. Oscar Madison's. That's what it, that's kind of out. That's by um, Finn's Farm Cut. That's uh, another one that you might want to check out as far as pubs go. You know, I kind of feel like you can never go wrong with most of the pubs. You just kind of get, you you know, you can kind of always just poke your head in, see what the vibe's about. If it's not too lively, eh, then you move on. If it's looking like, oh, this place looks fun, and there's some music going, then you pop in. So yeah, those would be some of the the pubs that you want to check out. I would definitely check out the Bullman Bar, though, over in Summer Cove. That's supposed to be a really great spot. I've always heard good things about it, so don't miss it. Okay, so what about places to stay? My top place is Pier House, and it is right near the harbor, the location is fabulous. And the owner who I know is just wonderful. I will say that I think because her husband, I think has had some health issues that I don't know that she's doing breakfast anymore there. She wasn't as of maybe last year. And just a lot of the places have kind of really suffered because of COVID and they lost workers. And so if they can't get workers to come in and help them, then they've had to maybe cut back on some of their services. I'm going to kind of talk about something about the whole B&Bs throughout like the UK and Ireland at the end of this, because I've kind of been thinking about something. And so I might I might have a little something else to say about that. But Peer House is wonderful. I always recommend for people to stay there. But there are some other places in town that would be nice options. There's a place called Perryville House, which is uh, kind of almost across a little bit across the, the, the harbor, kind of the road sort of like splits and you go one way or the other way. One one road goes over towards Summer Cove, one road kind of comes into town more and it's on the it would be kind of on the road out to Summer Cove. So that's Perryville House. I think that place is supposed to be really nice. There is the Old Presbytery, which is kind of up in town a little bit more. That's supposed to be a really nice spot as well. Gets a lot of good reviews. The Friars Lodge would be another one that you might want to consider. And then there's actually a couple of places. So I'm going to talk about some shops, but one of the, there's a, a, um, Photographer in the area called Giles Norman. And above his little kind of gallery, there are some rooms up there. And I actually looked at those. I think I looked at those back in 2018 when I was visiting, and they're really nice. So you may want to consider something like that. And then I think I mentioned Joe's Cafe there are rooms above that as well. So those would be a couple of other spots to kind of consider. They'd be a little bit kind of different because it would be like these sort of just rooms above a a shop essentially. So what else should we do in Kinsale? Well, I will say there definitely are some nice shops in the area. I just mentioned Giles Norman, which he's a wonderful photographer. He does a lot of black and white work and his work is beautiful. And of course, that's coming from somebody else who's a pretty good photographer herself. So I really appreciate his work. He's really, really good. So do stop in there. Might be something, get a gift. They probably do some shipping back to the States. That's one of my favorite shops to always go in. Another one is Enibus, which is Sabine Lens. She's actually, I think she might be German by birth, but I think she's a little, I don't know if she married an Irishman or if her and her husband moved and have lived in in Ireland and in Cork specifically and in, in County Cork for many, many years. So she's sort of become um, an honorary Irish because she's been here for so long, but she makes some beautiful jewelry. So if you are a jewelry person, Lynn's raising her hand right now, then you definitely want to go and check out her shop. I've bought some beautiful pieces from her. She's one of my favorite, favorite uh, jewelry makers or artisans. What else? There used to be, uh, this makes me mad. I think there used to be a little bookshop that I think might have closed. Now there was a Kinsale bookshop. There are some like wool, woolen, woolen, wool, places to buy woolen goods. And I think one of the places you might want to consider is Kinsale Kinsale Woolen Mills. It seems like there's another one that's around there too. There is the Weavers of Ireland. I think that's the other one I might be thinking of. So those are both kind of great places. The other place I bought a really cool ring from is Kinsale Silver. And um, I got a really cool ring um, that is a replica of Drombeg Stone Circle. Go back and listen to that West Cork podcast and you'll hear about Drumbig Stone Circle. So it's, um, it's it's a replica and it's a ring and I love it. It's one of my favorite rings. That's kind of some of the things. There's, there's a lot of other little um, kind of funky little shops around and... I would recommend if you're, you know, if you're a little bit of a shopper, there are some places that you can actually buy some really cool, like handmade, um, like, you know, I'm kind of thinking of the jewelry in particular, or maybe some of the wool, woolen goods that you can get stuff that is that is Irish made and maybe even made by specific artisans. So like some of these jewelry makers. So keep that in mind. So, Kinsale, I think, has, I think it's a great place to spend a couple of nights. I think there's enough for you to do both in Kinsale proper with things like the Charles Fort, maybe getting out on a, a harbor cruise. And then if you have a car, which is how I would recommend getting around, you can get in the car and you can go and explore some areas around there. Like I said, it's a great place to base yourself and maybe drive a little bit further west along the coast and go out towards towns like I always recommend taking the drive all the way out to like Baltimore, but you can even go, get to places like Glandor and Union Hall. Um, Drumbeg Stone Circle is not far from Glandor. You can go to towns like Kilty. You can go to Inchidoni Beach. A lot of these places are going to be mentioned in that West Cork episode, but Kinsale can be a good place to base yourself because like I said, it's a little, it may be a little bit bigger and it's not as far West but then you can jump in the car and you can go to some of these places that are a little further west because that's what I've done a couple of times on my first trip there with my friend Aideen and then with my parents, um, you know, we were able to to stay in Kinsale and we made the drive all the way out to Baltimore and kind of stopping along the way in some of these other little towns and just, you know, just taking in the 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 coastal scenery of of the uh, of Cork of County Cork. So what I just kind of want to say um, about some of the B&Bs. And this is something that I just kind of feel like kind of came into my head as I was thinking about it. And I was thinking about Anne's story, who um, owns Peer House there in Kinsale, is that I feel like a lot of the B&B owners are getting a little bit older. And some of them, you know, maybe having to start to Close down their businesses because they're just—it's getting to be too much for them. And if they can't get people to help them out, or they can't afford it, then what's going to happen to some of these kind of B and B's? And I kind of thought about it. And I thought that's going to be really sad if some of those go away. Now there are some younger people that maybe are getting into it, but. Will there be kind of enough? And I'm just, it's just, I'm just sort of throwing that out there, and would love to hear anybody's thoughts on it, as to where the kind of idea of the B and B, not an Airbnb, but an actual B and B, where you have just your room, and you get your breakfast, and you've got these really great hosts that that kind of are really very helpful and talkative and you get a chance to know them and you get that and then you get to know the area and they'll recommend things to do is that going to go by the wayside i hope not because it's one of the things that i think that i love about ireland and you know i've been able to maybe stay a couple places like that throughout england and scotland and i would hate to see that go away so that's just sort of a something i'm just sort of throwing out there just as a food for thought but but Kinsale put it on your list It's definitely worth going. The one thing that I'm going to recommend, though, is it's going to be busy. My guess is May through probably the early part of September. May has become a really, really popular time to travel to Ireland and even to a lot of the UK. It's been a popular time, I think, to go to Europe in general because, you know, the kids aren't out of school yet. It's a little early. Uh, The weathers can be pretty nice. You get your longer days. So what I would recommend is if you do go during the busy season, just be prepared for it. It's okay. I've been there in, I guess I've been there in maybe June, like maybe the latter part of June. That was back in 2010 with my parents. And, you know, it was busier, but that was also 2010. That was 13 years ago. So, I think it's gotten a little bit busier, more popular, if you will. So be aware of that and be sure that you take that into consideration. If you can go a little bit out of season, so maybe you go in April, maybe outside of Easter, Easter gets a little, can get a little busy, or maybe you wait until maybe the latter part of September into maybe October, it may not be as busy. So just some things to keep in mind as far as timing your trip out. Yeah, it's great to be able to go when uh, you have the longer days and things like that, but you know, the trade-off is it could be a little bit busier. So just just keep that in mind. It is a place that I think is best to get to by car. But as I mentioned at the beginning, you can get there by public transportation if you just want to stay in Kinsale. Obviously, if you're trying to get outside of Kinsale and do a little bit more, the car is the way to go. But if you just like to go and maybe spend two nights down there, take in the the ambiance of the town, go to Charles Fort, maybe do a little harbor cruise, you can very easily train from Dublin to Cork City, and then you could get on a bus from Cork City down to Kinsale. I think the buses run pretty regularly. So that's Kinsale. It really is a fun little town. It's very colorful. It's a great place for people who love food. Like I said, the the Kinsale food tours I think are supposed to be fabulous. My clients really had a great time. That was a few years back pre-COVID, but they're still they're still up and running. So Good restaurants, fun pub scene, fun little shops to, to wonder about. I think it's a great little town to just sort of wonder about. And uh, there's like you said, there's a lot of walking because you can walk all the way around the harbor from Kinsale Town Proper over to Summer Cove and to the Fort. Great views. One thing I didn't say is there actually are also places to stay over in the Summer Cove area. So there's B&Bs over there as well. And this will kind of keep you away from maybe the hustle and bustle of the town um, because it kind of like driving through the town can get a little confusing. I know that I did that. Um, I was like, whoa, where am I? So, so um, that might be an option is to stay over in Summer Cove. It's just a little easier to access, I think, via car. You don't have to get into all the little one-way streets and, oh, that's a pedestrian way, and things like that. So that could be an option. And if you're a keen walker and you're okay with walking, you can very easily then walk into town for dinner and a little bit of pub time. So I think I'm going to wrap it up there. That's Kinsale, Ireland in beautiful County Cork, one of my favorite parts of Ireland, just because it's just, just, there's a lot down there. And Kinsale is definitely a good place to spend a couple of nights. And if you don't want to stay there, and maybe you want to stay somewhere that's maybe a little less touristy, you can certainly do that and then take your day trip into Kinsale, go to Charles Fort enjoy the enjoy the fun of kinsale and then go and stay somewhere else outside of of the of the town okay anything else I need to tell you about I just want to remind you that you can go over to the wonder your way website and check everything out there wonder if you want to get in contact with me you can just send me an email at Lynn and not at Lynn Lynn at wonderyourway.com. That's L-Y-N-N-E. I am a Lynn E. And you can also fill out the contact form over there too. So on the website. And if you are feeling a little generous, there's a couple of things that I would love. If you haven't subscribed to the show, please do so. Love to have you as a subscriber to the Wonder Your Way podcast. If you want to sign up to the email list, you can do that over the website. There's a few places over there where you can drop in your email and you'll be on the email list and you'll be in the know when a new podcast drops, a blog post, or my twice a month newsletters that I send out with some interesting tidbits of information. You can also leave me a review over at Apple Podcasts. I haven't had one in a while. I'm waiting. I would love to have some reviews. It does, again, help with those silly Apple algorithms and helps me grow the show, helps Wonder your way, be found by more people who are looking for Europe travel tips and destination ideas. And of course, if you are feeling extra generous, you can donate a little bit. You can buy me a cup of coffee or tea or a more of a tea drinker, maybe a wine drinker or a weed ram. We are talking about Ireland, so maybe a Guinness or a Weedram of Jameson. And there's a little coffee cup down in the lower right-hand corner of the website where you can make a wee little donation. And I do appreciate it because, as you all know, there are no sponsors as of yet, no ads on the podcast. I'd like to keep it that way, but there may come a time where it may make sense for me to put those in there. But if you make that donation, then you're just putting it off for me. All right. Hey, it's Saturday morning. It's like the first of April and this is not an April Fool's, but it's no April Fool's that my stomach is growling and I haven't had breakfast yet. So I'm sitting here drinking a little bit of tea, but I need to go and have a little something to eat. But I always love chatting with you. So yeah, send me a note and let me know what you think. And if you've been to Kinsale, let me know that too. So until next time, happy travels. Sláinte.